Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, the podcast for all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen, this season reporting to you from Iceland. Dr. Margaret Wilson upplýsingar sem hún fekk frá vinkonu sinni í íslenskri um þurri formann og hún var svo heillega að sér að konu að hún ákvað að rannsaka betur hvernig konur sóttu sjóinn hér á Íslandi. Outlaws, hey, this is probably the third to last podcast episode I'm going to do as a poet in Iceland. Um, leaving in and about, uh, let's see, what is it now? Six days. Time has lost almost all meaning. I was just reading a, a line from Murakami where he said, you wouldn't know the difference between days apart from the shifts in the weather. And it's very much like that here. So what you just heard was, um, it was a little piece of uh, somebody talking about, which of course we can understand, alas, uh, a famous fisherwoman whose name was Thuradur, and she was a foreman, a foreperson, um, on a fishing boat, a skipper of the fishing cruise in the 1750s. So that was just a little snippet of a talk about her amazing exploits. And I thought I'd include that today, as well as uh, at the end, there'll be a little bit of a song written by another uh, famous fisherwoman and poet, Lautra Björk, uh, from 1716, and the beginning of a talk about her life, uh, because I am honoring all those women who work, and we all work, and we work very hard at our paid jobs, our art, which is sometimes and sometimes not paid, uh, you know, taking care of children, the house, the animals, the plants, the garden, uh, the people in our lives who require nurturing and care, who are adults, who are our partners, perhaps. All those things we do, and that are often, frequently around the rest of the world, not acknowledged, not honored, not respected. Uh, women still have to deal with unequal pay, um, more challenging working conditions, uh, lots of uh, discrimination, especially immigrant women, and certainly um, tons of violence. Uh, even in Iceland, which is the most equal country in the world and had the first female prime minister uh, or president, uh, still 40% of Icelandic women claim that they have uh, experienced domestic violence. And we see it happening every single day, women killed by their domestic partners or close family members, uh, usually from jealousy, from shame, from fear, from desire to control and suppress. And this has to stop for our world to be healthy and beautiful and for us to all be able to create together 
a vision of something that is worthy of our deepest human spirit. So yesterday, as uh, Alda was mentioning a little bit at the end of her interview, was the women's strike, the women's day off in Iceland. It's happened seven times since the first time in 1975 when 90% of Icelandic women were on strike for that day and were at the rallies. And there was also an absolute mass, like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of women in downtown Reykjavik yesterday. Even the prime minister was there campaigning for greater gender equality in the country. And so the Women's Day Off, which started October 24th, 1975, is called in Icelandic. And um, the whole cabinet was there. So uh, many businesses were closed. And the, uh, the prime minister... Jakob's Dautir uh, stressed that the fight for gender equality is going too slowly. Looking at the whole world, she said it could take 300 years to achieve gender equality. As you know, we have not yet reached our goals of full gender equality. We're still tackling the gender-based wage gap, which is unacceptable in 2023. We are still tackling gender-based violence. And I suspect we always will be. Uh, There's a little uh, sidebar here from a UN report that found nine out of 10 people are biased against women. That's that's a shocking stat. Uh, So, yes, thousands upon thousands showed up downtown uh, striking for greater acknowledgement of the work that women do, uh, more pay, less violence, um, more respect and honoring. Uh, less diminishment and uh, depletion at the core of uh, 50% of our population. So, yes, I'm going to, at the end of this podcast now, uh, play that little clip from the Latra Borg um, song and uh, chat about her, neither of which we can understand unless we're Icelandic. But I wanted to read two little bits from this uh, this article on these fisherwomen because not only were they working in a, a very unusual industry for the time for women, but they were extremely good at their job. Uh, they weren't um, they weren't even uh, as good as the men. they were better than the men as we often have to be to participate in male, focused sources of employment. Uh, They had to actually apply to a magistrate to wear the water-repellent leather pants required for their work instead of a wool skirt. And yet, amazingly, equal pay between fishermen and fisherwomen came to law in 1775, uh, unlike in multiple other industries. And this first fisherwoman Uh, She also fought against uh, problems with unequal pay and being insulted as a hermaphrodite and so forth, which she was not. And then Latra Bjorg, who is the poet, she was considered a fiskin or a person with a supernatural sense of the sea. She could read the weather, predict when seals would swim into certain areas so they could easily be netted. She knew when to row out, row in. And she was so good 
I love this, that she was able to write poems while out at sea in an open-decked boat. She's so remarkable that there is a folktale about her. And to end today, here is a poem that she wrote to poke fun at the men who didn't row as well as she did. First in Icelandic and then in English. Just four little lines from this amazing women poet and fisherwoman from 1716. <laughs> Half the thingrau her the foul han er au northan groin. Do row better, my dear man. Fear not to hurt the ocean. Set your shoulders, if you can, into harder motion. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.